Thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Dubsick. It's Sunday. Uh, about almost quarter to twelve noon. Um, I'm walking home from church and the cars are passing. I don't know if it's kind of loud. Um, whew. I, well, I'm walking to the bus stop, I think. I don't think I can make it home walking. I don't know. Um, went to Skid Row this morning. I actually went by the mish, uh, the mission, the uh, methadone clinic, and they cleaned the city, uh, or some, I don't know who cleaned up the uh, street or sidewalk where all the homeless people are. Um, they had a fence put up where all the tents usually are and so nobody's there so I don't know where they moved to I saw one of the guys and he said they moved across the street but I didn't see him so I don't know um, I might try to go back tomorrow or Tuesday when there's more people uh, there's not as many people at the clinic on the weekend but um so, a lot has been going on. The weekend was uh, excruciating. <laughs> I don't know what other word to use. It was just really difficult. Um, it's so hard because when Junior uses, like, I, I don't know if it's just when he uses fentanyl or when he just gets extra high I'm, I don't know it's just he's so difficult and uh, the demonic just influences him in such a way that he's not even himself like completely 180 different person not even the same person so and I don't know if it's because he has uh, an alter personality or if it's a demon, probably both. But uh, yeah, it was crazy because Friday he calls me, he's all in a good mood. And then all of a sudden he asked me, so when are we going to get married? And I was like, well... I don't know. I mean, I'm not... My divorce isn't even final yet. I'm not even thinking about that. Um, there's so much inner healing that he needs to go through and deliverance. Like, before I could even consider actually, like, getting married and having him live with me. Oh, no. So... Yeah, I was like, I don't know, like, after you graduate from the program? And that set him off. Just like, what do you mean? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, just completely set him off. And I'm like, what do you expect me to say? Like, I don't know. I felt like it was a setup. How was I supposed to? I mean, I don't know. Anyway, so he starts freaking out and uh 
I don't know if he hung up on me or I just said like, okay, let's just not talk right now because I don't know. Um, I know when he gets like that. I'm just like, no. So um, then he texts me and he's uh, telling me that I'm always telling him what to do and I'm always right and blah, 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 blah. And um, so I was just like, look, I'm not putting a gun to your head and telling you you have to do anything. You're the one who said that you were wanted to go back to the program. So, like, what answer do you expect me to get? When do you want to get married? Like, I don't... I, it was just crazy. So, I just let him be. He, uh... Well, he had gotten... It was actually... I think it's cool, but... Man, the cars are so loud. I don't know if you can even hear me, but... Uh... Yeah, so the needle exchange, they've always been really good with this. Because when, I mean, I, when I was on the street, the needle exchange really helped you. Like, if you're trying to kick and you get on the Suboxone, they give you vouchers for uh, a hotel. And, um, and, uh, or they'll, they'll hook you up with a detox and um yeah I went to American Hospital uh I think a couple times I don't remember but and I tried to kick on Suboxone didn't work but they gave me a two-week uh uh voucher for a hotel which was awesome and then they give you like a ton of um uh gift cards for McDonald's and Subway and it's almost like you get rewarded for... Uh, well, you're supposed to be getting on Suboxone to get off drugs. But, you know, I don't know how many times it even works. But, you know, it's worth a shot. But, um... So, he got a voucher. And they set him up to go to detox on Thursday. So, uh... Until he goes to detox he gets a hotel and he was supposed to be on suboxone but he never got the suboxone so he's still been doing heroin slash fentanyl so um he's a mess but okay so because he was getting the hotel he was on his way to go to hollywood to get in a hotel He's like all in a good mood. Then I guess I he didn't like my answer, so then he like throws a fit, and uh, so I didn't talk to him all day. Then he sends me a really mean bunch of texts that was like, "Oh, I don't really want to marry you. I don't want. To, I, I think we're incompatible. Uh, uh, however you say that word, not compatible." Um, I think uh, I'm not going to go to the Dream Center I'm not going to do this I'm sick of you telling me what to do and um, I'm just like okay Uh, oh and then he's like 
his he lost his charger so i had gone to the store and went and bought him a charger and uh you know if he was gonna come over and pick it up i was gonna you know give, give him a charger but because he was being such a jerk um hola uh i was like he's like and i want my charger that's mine and i'm like excuse me you have money you can go buy your own like ex- ordering me around i'm like no that ain't gonna happen mister but um yeah he he behaves like an immature child when he's high and that's why i'm wondering if it's not an alter but i was just like dude uh, whatever um and so he was mad and then he blocked me so or i don't know if he turned no he blocked me he said he blocked me so i'm just like whatever and uh so i didn't talk to him all night and then um it was just really it was awful i was just so broken i cried all night just because I know him so well and I know that it's that's not what he wants but he doesn't realize how much his words hurt and even though I can try not to take it personal it's still just like hurt and so I was just broken and crying and asking God to just intercede just do something i don't know i didn't know what to do i was so i was so broken and um i cried and cried all night it was so awful but uh yeah and then so saturday i i oh my gosh i was a hot mess i i i didn't get any sleep i had to get up to hi cute doggy um i couldn't i couldn't uh oh i had to get up at like 5 30 to get ready and go to adopt a block and you know put on a happy face and act like everything was wonderful when it was not but um it was and then my friend jojo he told hey because i know it was him and he told me later but I don't usually ever tell anybody when my birthday is because I don't like to make a big deal out of it. And um, I don't even remember when I told him. I think it was because our pastor has the same birthday as me. So I was like, oh, yeah, same day or something. I don't know. But he told Brooke in charge of the the uh, outreach. And uh, so then they, they gave me balloons and called me up on the little stage and I was like, you know, my eyes are all swollen from crying all night and just, I'm like, oh God, but whatever. It was so nice of them to do that, but I was just not feeling it. But uh, so, um, after that, we went on outreach, we go and man, I was not in the mood. I just like, you know, my... I was there, but my heart was just like, I don't even, I don't know what's, Junior's probably going to be down here just because that's what he does. And, um, 
Oh, well, yeah, because he's always down there anyway. But so I'm halfway through the outreach and then uh, there he is. And yeah, he comes up to tell me that, uh, well, you know, we're, I'm moving on, you know, uh, we're not compatible. Um, basically, he didn't say I'm breaking up with you, but pretty much like. He's like, yeah, you know, you move on with your life and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm on outreach. Like, what am I going to do, you know? So I'm like, well, if that's what you want, that's what you want. I'm not going to, like, you know, uh, I'm say, oh, I'll respect your wishes. That's, you know, I wanted him to be clear or I wanted to make it clear, this is your decision, not mine. So, uh, if that's what you want, that's on you. So, uh, yeah, so then uh, we were off to the side, and then the rest of the ministry, the, uh, the guys with us, with me, or with the Dream Center, they showed up, or they, you know, started walking toward us, and then so he took off. So I'm like, okay whatever no uh and uh hi and so i'm just like oh god i'm tired so i went my way and i was just oh man it was well, some one of them saw somebody saw. Oh, uh, cute doggy. Uh, asked, "Oh, where did Junior go?" I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so came home. I did get to invite uh, a friend to church and uh, he's, uh, he promised he'd come to actually a couple of them promised they'd come and uh, to church today but uh, so then I felt like okay I have to sit down for a minute <coughs> um, so then I felt like because I didn't feel like doing the bus today I was just like I'm just going to tell them, like, I can't go. I just need some rest. But, uh, thankfully, I went to bed really early and got eight hours of sleep, which was a miracle. Um, whew. But, yeah, uh, it was crazy. Oh, because the other night, after telling me like he was breaking up with me or just we're not compatible blah 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 um and then in the middle of the night he texts me and says happy birthday call me if you want to i love you so much blah blah like complete schizo hi um just telling me like oh you know um, I want to wish you a happy birthday. I don't know. Whatever. And I'm just like, hello? Uh, did you forget what you texted me yesterday? Like, 
uh, that was very hurtful and I'm sorry he tried to call me and I was like I'm sorry I don't feel like talking to you right now because I'm getting ready to leave for uh, Adopt-A-Block and I don't need any drama right now before I go and so then I think that set him off and so that's why he went to uh, Skid Row and to tell me he was you know like he didn't want to be with me whatever I'm like okay whatever and then I was just like Lord man I got home and I'm like Jesus I can't do this man I can't I don't I I can't keep on doing this like this is just too much I can't like I'm like is this really like am I really supposed to be with him like but I, I feel like I know that I am. So I'm just like, but I'm like, God, I can't do this anymore. And I'm like, I don't know how to explain it, but I felt like he said to my spirit, just don't give up. Uh, I just heard it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Well, I I sure hope so, man. I because I was like, man, this is like, oh my gosh. But God has given me so much grace. I mean, like last night I slept so good. And then um Yeah, I, we went and invited uh the guys that said that they would come to church. One of them couldn't and then the other one he came and he's actually good friends with junior and um it was so awesome he was like crying it was just it was awesome it was funny because we were talking like junior came high and he was asleep or nodding out and so me and uh, his friend del were talking and he was like um i had gone up to his tent him and his tent like months back and uh I asked if I could pray for him and his girlfriend and he uh I had told him like that I used to be on the street and blah 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 I don't know what else but and I prayed with him and um he said that when after that he was like oh yeah you've been out here whatever like he goes so many people say that stuff like oh yeah I understand what you're going through like I've been there whatever and he thought I was full of it until he talked to Junior and uh he realized like oh she really has been out here (laughs) and um and so we were talking and um, I showed him the Angelus Temple um, video from Instagram, and after he handed it back to me, he was just weeping, and I was like, oh my gosh, and he's like, this gives me hope that there's actually hope for me, and um, it was just awesome. So he was really glad that he went to church, and um, yeah, so, whew. Man, I gotta take a break again. Um, oh. Yeah, um, 
Junior, on the other hand, was fidgety through the whole service. I just kept getting up and in the bathroom, and my friend Jojo saw him, like, looking in the mirror. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, I knew that he was really high when, when I got to the bus, and he was in there, and... Uh, reading the paper and just distracted and barely even said hi and I mean him and Dell used to be neighbors like lived next door to each other I mean tents but you know and um, they were really good friends and you know he didn't even say hi to him and uh, so I knew what kind of state of mind he was in and um, hi and uh, so yeah I was like uh oh I don't know what to expect here but um, but yeah church went fine thankfully Um, no drama and uh, it's kind of I don't know (laughs) it's it's, it is what it is Um, I don't know what people think. I don't really care, but part of me does. But, you know, he's he's hunched over, walking like an old man, and uh, it's obvious something is up. But, um, you know, it'll be really cool if, if he ends up going through the program and graduates. Like, I just... I'm believing he will. I'm believing for his deliverance and his complete, like, being set free. I mean, just a changed life. I don't know. Um, I just keep praying for him and believing for him, even if he doesn't believe it yet. But um, I just, yeah. You know, they could see him now, and then a year from now, I believe that he's going to be a different man. And uh, as long as he keeps his eyes and focus on doing what God wants him to do and on Jesus. So so we'll see. But um, hopefully next week, another friend... Uh, that lives across from Dell uh, is gonna come. He goes by Batman. He's gonna come. He he had promised yesterday, and then he realized when he saw me, he was like, "Oh crap! I didn't. I haven't slept all night." He was like, "I was just getting ready to go to bed," but he, he's like, "Well, I said I'd go, so I'll go." And I'm like, "Dude, like." would you rather do this next week and he's like honestly yeah I just don't want to be a man who doesn't keep his word and I'm like it's all good but um yeah and Del said that that you know the consistency of just continuing to you know visit and you know talk to him and um invite them to church you know people out there and he was like, yeah, that really helped. He said he was, like, trying to do whatever to... Because he remembered that he was... He said he would go, and he had his clothes ready and everything. But he said that... He goes, yeah, I was trying to find a detour. And he goes... 
yeah, I have money, I could do, you know, whatever, buy something. And then, uh, and then he heard me call his name. <laughs> and he was like, oh, man. And um, I was like, Dale. And he was like, okay, well, I said, go. So, so he was really glad. He said that he felt like he was making uh, a decision, like something was going to change, like, he, like something would be different. And he's like, maybe this will be something that I'll start doing every Sunday. So I pray that he does. And um, yeah, you know, it's just sometimes it gets really hard to keep going out and talking to the same people and just like nothing happens or you don't see a change but you know it's all it's nothing's in vain and it's all for God so you know and we don't know what God's doing in that person's heart so um you know but to see this today was very encouraging and um Yeah, we might never see the seeds that we sowed into people's lives, you know, until we get to heaven. But, you know, it's it's not like we're doing it, well, Lord willing, you know, our motive should never be to just do it for results. Because if we do it for that, like, forget it, you know. Um, But if we do it out of obedience and our love for God and our love for people, and just because... We want to see people's lives change, you know. Um, eventually, you know, you'll see one or two people, I don't know, you know, that God will do something amazing in their life and change them. And um, so, uh, yeah, and you might never see anything until we get to heaven. And, and, that's what I'm excited too because I'm sure that there's people that I never even you know will see again and maybe I'll see them up in heaven later so so anyways oh my goodness I need to rest again oh um well I hope everybody's having a happy Sunday and I'm Almost home, sort of. Not really, but I need to sit down again. Oh my god. Oh goodness. Anyways, um, God bless you all. Thanks for listening. And please, if anybody's a prayer warrior or a person who prays, pray for Junior and me too. Because, man, it's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is uh, quite a roller coaster that we're on, but God is faithful, and uh, I'm just praying that He'll be able to stick it out, man. When He goes to detox, usually He only lasts there a few days, so I don't know how long the detox is. I think I looked on the website, it was like 10 to 14 days, so. The longer he's there, the better. Because when he's sober, oh my gosh, he's a completely different person. Completely. And as soon as he gets high, it's like the demons come out and he just is like, just a mess. 
So, um, yeah, and I pray that we would be able to take him through some kind of deliverance, either before or after his uh, detox, or at least before he goes to the Dream Center. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's... I, I don't know. Anyways, all right, everybody have a nice Sunday. God bless. Oh, another thing uh, I was going to mention. This is horrible. Uh, A junior was saying that, I think it was Saturday night, either Friday or Saturday, but um, down on Skid Row, uh, there was, like, because we were talking on the phone one time when he was at the refresh uh, spot on uh, yeah, downtown. Anyways, um, that there was a guy out there who was just a uh, bully and always talking, you know, smack and um, starting trouble with people. And Junior was trying to de-escalate, uh, de-escalate, is that the word? Yeah. Um, with uh, that guy and this other guy. And, um, and yeah, this was a couple of weeks ago, but he was just saying that this guy always causes problems. He's always, you know, starting stuff with people. And, um, yeah, well, I guess, I don't know if it's Friday or Saturday, but uh, Junior said he just had started to leave there. And um, that particular guy was standing outside with, like, on his phone or something. And a car came by and shot him four times. And uh, I think in the stomach. And, uh, yeah, the the guy died. Um, I guess Junior heard it. He ran over there and he said the guy was already dying. Or almost dead. But he said it was pretty traumatic. Like, But, you know, when I talked to Dilt earlier, too, he was like, yeah, that guy was a bully. You can't bully down here, man. You're going to get killed. So, um, yeah, that's really sad. But, you know, um, I don't think people realize how bad things are down on Skid Row like I don't know when you're living down there it's just like oh my gosh and I saw Caroline yesterday completely naked just on the sidewalk bent over just it was so sad she I said hi to her she acknowledged me but she was just out there and gosh this girl oh gosh I love her I mean she's been she was out there before I was out there but I remember her from being out there she's very nice uh her story is so sad um molested you know when she was a kid and I think it was by a teacher or something and then nobody believed her and um, but then they, they busted him, I think, later, but I can't remember. You can look at her story on um, Soft White Underbelly with Mark Leta. Um, and, yeah, it's just man, so many people out there, man. 
It's just they've been violated and molested and abused. And that's the reason they're out there, you know? It's not like they wanted to end up there, you know? It's just broken, hurting people and and angry people. There's victims and there's predators down there. But, um, yeah, so it's just... uh, yeah, it's just, I don't think people realize how, and especially for a female to be out there, you, man, it's, it is not easy, you know, if you, I praise God that he had his hand on my life, because I know that there, things would be so much worse if I didn't have the protection of God, even though I think that when I was in disobedience, I didn't have uh, as much, maybe, protection as I would have if, I mean, I don't know, I don't know, you know, Um, but uh, I know that God spared me from many really bad experiences, or that could have been, that they were already bad experiences, but they could have been a lot worse, or like, I should be dead. Um, had it not been for him protecting me and um, so I'm so grateful for that but there are females out there that man it's just it's really hard to be out there and um, not get raped or beat or just yeah I know that's only the grace of God that kept me alive out there and kept me from getting really worse abused or raped and killed out there um especially because I sometimes I had a big mouth too well that got my butt kicked a couple times but uh, yeah um anyways well that's kind of a sad ending to end with but uh yeah, I don't even know why I, well, yeah, I guess, like, a a marker, (laughs) um, I don't know what will happen to, I don't know who the people were that shot that guy, but, um, when you die on Skid Row, people don't really look, cops don't really look for the, uh, murderer, you know, especially if you're a working girl, or you're just a dope fiend, uh, to them, you know, it's not like they're gonna really go out of their way to find out to solve the crime, so it's sad, but anyways, all right, have a great day, God bless.